Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. It is Friday. I hope you guys are surviving these crazy ass times. I hope that you are in a comfortable place. I hope that you aren't worrying too much about what is going on in the world and about finances and about trying to conceive and about not seeing people. I really hope this time has been really healthy for you and a time of rest and relaxation. But I also know that it's highly likely that you are a type A person and you might be going a little crazy at home. I feel for you, but I hope that you have cleared out some cupboards, that you have done the 10-day Finding Fertility Challenge. Sorry I didn't give you guys a little bit of heads up on the podcast. You know that I record these episodes in advance and I wasn't planning on doing them again in April, but because of the crazy times and the support that I feel everyone needs at the moment, especially with clinics being shut, advice being that we shouldn't be trying to conceive, yet there's this big baby boom ahead. I really wanted to be there for you guys and support you during this time. So if you are taking part of that again or for the first time, we are on day three and I hope you are just soaking up all the crazy information that I am giving you, taking a deep breath and letting it sink in. You also have probably seen that I have offered up or I have some new offers up over on FindingFertility.co to help, once again, support you guys during these times. Now, I know it is a very big, scary commitment to work with me for eight weeks, physically, mentally, and financially. So I am giving you a chance in the month of April and if it goes well and it fits into everyone's schedule and the universe is like, hey, we need this and I'll extend it for a little bit longer. But right now it is just April time only. I'm offering one-on-one, one-hour coaching sessions. Now this is not just, hey, give me a call and we'll talk some things out. You actually have to take some time, fill in some forms, These forms are pretty in-depth and it gives me a big snapshot of what is going on throughout your whole body. And what we do is we get on the phone, we have a really good conversation, and then after that, I take some time and do a four-week plan for you to really kickstart your fertility health journey. Now this one-on-one coaching session can literally buy back time save you time and increase your chances of getting pregnant naturally or if you are planning on going back to the clinics when they reopen increasing your chances of getting healthy beautiful eggs and your husband can do this along the side you know these forms um, you can download two copies and he can do it along and kind of see if he would like to book a one-on-one session as well or do a couple's coaching session we can always work that out On top of that, if you were thinking about doing some functional testing either with your doctor or your clinic and that's just not possible for you at the moment because they're not offering those services, I am offering a one-time order form so you can order up to three different functional tests. Once again, I will get you to fill out 
a four, not a handful, four forms and that I will review. And once I get your testing back, we'll put that and make a huge picture and try to really pinpoint exactly where your fertility issues are. If you've been here long enough, you know that it's most likely your fertility issues are not in your lady bits. They're hiding somewhere else and we're going to get down to that root cause. So those are two amazing offers I'm offering for the month of April. I'm also opening up the Trying to Conceive and Beyond forum boards over on FindingFertility.co. Now, this is a monthly membership that you can join. You actually get seven free days. If you joined up for this round of the 10-day challenge, you actually receive a month's free of these forum boards. And these are highly interactive, very specific forum boards to get the exact support and help you need. Now, this is not like Facebook. You can't go on and get distracted about Auntie Joe or who got pregnant yesterday. This is for you to really hone in and connect with like-minded people and get my support. Any questions that you have, I answer them to my best abilities. Any words of wisdom that you need right now in your Jenny, or even if you just need to vent to people that get your situation, this is the place to be. So make sure you head over to findingfertility.co backslash fertility health coaching and check out the TTC and beyond forum boards. Remember, you get a seven day free trial. You get unlimited access to the support you need and deserve during this time. So without further ado, I know I like to have a good ramble. Let's get to today's podcast episode. Hello, welcome back to Finding Fertility Podcast. We are here with another talk show episode. I'm super excited to have back on Sarah, Devin, and Emma today, and we are going to do a little round robin to introduce ourselves. Hey, I'm Sarah Clark, host of Get Pregnant Naturally, and we take a functional approach to fertility using functional lab testing and diet and lifestyle changes. Hi, I am Devin Baeza, the fertility finance coach, and I help women make, save, and manifest money to fund their fertility. I am Dr. Emma Brzezinski and I am a therapist and fertility coach. Hi, and I'm Monica Cox, your host of Finding Fertility Podcast, where I help explain your unexplained infertility. Yeah, let me take a picture of us too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Quarantine life. Booyah! (laughs) We are going to talk about the coronavirus again today. I think we all came together really quickly when, um, excuse my French, shit started hitting the fan. Um, Shit has probably hit the fan now. Like, literally the whole world is on lockdown. And maybe something that we... I mean, obviously didn't see coming is that the clinics are shutting and even maybe you can't get an appointment for your fertility issues during this time because maybe your doctor is only restricting seeing, you know, emergency cases or um, maybe cases that are only deemed necessary. And unfortunately, fertility um, is deemed as an elective kind of surgery or procedure Um, I know for us, when you're dealing with infertility, that is not how you see it. (laughs) But unfortunately, you know, everyone has to kind of pitch in and do the best for the whole entire world, right? Like this is, this is insane that we are now here on lockdown and um, 
a lot of our, you know, followers are kind of at a loose end. They don't know really where to go. Um, so I thought um, we would go around and everyone just maybe give their top tip of what you can do right now when you're locked down, you're in confinement, you maybe don't have to travel to work, you maybe get to work from home, have a little bit more time on your hands, and you are waiting for your clinic to reopen if that is the route you are following. Or even if you're trying naturally, but the advice out there right now is hold off by trying, you know, of trying naturally. Um, I know Devin and I spoke about this. Would we have stopped trying naturally during this time? Oh, I don't know. I don't, yeah, I probably wouldn't have. But I would have been really precautious about what I was doing, right? You would be very hyper-focused. So who wants to go first? Who's got their top tip for what you can be doing right now to improve your chances? <laughs> I don't know if this is going on YouTube. You guys can see my giant floppy hat here. No, no, we're not doing YouTube anymore. Um, but oh. we, we, we do, we're on IGTV. I put clips of us on IGTV so people will see your fabulous blue hat that you have okay. on. I need to see that. I just <laughs> need people to appreciate how fancy I am to be quarantined today. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm appreciating that. I appreciate it too. Your red lipstick, Emma. Fabulous. <laughs> I made an effort. <laughs> Thank you. I love it. So uh, I will say that this week, yeah, it's been insane, even from two weeks ago, insane. And when we first talked about this, I, I would have bet my life savings that these private clinics would not close. It baffles me. It's boggling my mind that this is happening. And it is devastating at so many levels. And I really, really am feeling for the audience. And so I did sort of spur of the moment, a five-day challenge, the Fertility Finance Challenge, to make, save, and manifest money from your couch, your quarantined couch. Because I'm like, what are we going to do with these people who have canceled cycles? And now you're stuck at home and being told to wait, at least for now, indefinitely, and if you're listening to all of the rules and doing everything you're supposed to do, then not even get pregnant for six months. Is that the recommendation? Like, uh, I can't even. So we joined together and we did this challenge and I think it's like 72 women this week who've done it. And it's been super, super fun to focus on what we can do. So obviously my thing is you know, fertility finance. And so now you're stuck at home what are you going to do with this time? And I'll give you a few tips. One of the most important is the way to reframe it, to open yourself up to the possibilities. So give yourself the 10% of the time to pitch a fit. And then we want to spend 90% of our time focusing on the solution. So one of the questions I asked everybody was, if you wanted this to happen, if you before you ever, you know, came to be decided, this is what my life was going to look like. You knew that this was coming. You, you had chosen it for yourself this time. What purpose might it serve? Or if that's a little too woo-woo for you, think about, I have clients who are in giant tech firms and a lot of them have sabbaticals. So once every seven or 10 years, they get a month off or a couple months off. And so they'll be really excited planning years ahead of time what can they do with their time? If you had chosen to isolate yourself at home for a month, what might you be doing? What purpose could it serve? What benefit could it bring you? Number two would be 
now is the time to spring clean. I mean, you have, you have nothing else to do. Go empty out your closets, go organize your life, go create space uh, and change the shift in energy and find stuff you can sell. <laughs> okay. So you have tons of stuff, I promise, things you haven't thought about in how long, and don't stop yourself with nobody wants my stuff. That's what I hear a lot from people. I'm just going to interrupt because I am not a, a seller of stuff. Okay. And I have been selling shit this week, like, like nobody's business. I couldn't believe it. People are like, I'm literally trying to sell something right now. And people are texting me all over the place. So yeah, I have made, and I don't normally do this. So I did see your challenge there, even though I'm not saying anything. Um, and I'm like, oh, okay. I've just got like four or five different things I've sold. Nice. Yay. Well, um, obviously, Sarah, you need to speak up in the challenge and say that you sold the stuff. So I can give you some props <laughs> there. Uh, but I know we all have stuff. It's just, you're too, you know, you just don't bother with it. It's not worth my time, whatever. I don't know how to do it. So I'm not going to do it. It's the easiest thing. Go download the, the Mercari app or jump on eBay or Facebook marketplace, sell your stuff. It doesn't matter how much money you're making on it. What matters is that you are shifting your energy from fear of your finances to the decision and the belief that you can make money whenever you choose. So yes, this is a scary time financially, but it has also presented a lot of opportunities that weren't there before. And you can absolutely use this time to make money. And then I also had people list out all the ways that they're saving money. So, you know, the obvious would be going out to eat for me. Uh, <laughs> people said their eyebrows, you know, their hair appointments, their nails. Like if you list out all the ways that this is saving you money, if you think of it as your choice, you know, and this time at home is in order to save your money and start stockpiling your money so you can hit the ground running when these fertility clinics open, that helps shift as well. So those would be my top three fertility finance tips for while you're quarantined, making saving money from your couch. Yeah, it's really good. And um, it is, it's all your mindset, right? You just shift your mindset and you, you don't even have to believe it right now. You just have to start telling yourself and then eventually it becomes reality. And you're like, whoa, how the hell did that happen? It's crazy. That's a really important point because a lot of people resist it. They'll be like, I told myself this and I don't believe it. Like, of course you don't believe it yet. You know, it's, you're going against the grain. You've had these thoughts it, that have been ingrained for so long and now you're telling yourself something different. The amazing part is you don't have to believe it for it to work. It works anyways. And when you see it start to work, that's when you believe it and that's okay. Yeah, 100%. Sarah, what would you say from a functional um, aspect? What would you do during this time? Yeah, so the universe, higher power, God, whatever it is, has given you this time. Like now is the perfect time. There's never been a better time to prepare your body for a baby. And so really um, looking at, like there's specific steps you can take right now. And we talked about this yesterday on, on your Instagram live, live, but Typically, most people I work with are busy professionals. They're commuting. You've been given back at least the average commute in the U.S. is half an hour. So you've been given back one hour a day. Now, if you are working at home, you know, you want to make sure that doesn't bleed into you working until midnight. Obviously, there's essential workers that have not been given that, um, back extra time. So shout out to those people. But um, for now, it's like that extra hour. So sleep. Sleep is key for fertility. So either making sure you go to bed on time, sleeping in, like getting those eight hours of sleep, like so, so like amazing. Looking at like 
most, a lot of people say to me, oh, I don't have time to meal prep. Well, you are forced right now to do home cooking. You can fuel your body with, you know, nutrient dense, organic foods. My organic box is now deemed an essential service. And that thing is coming weekly filled with organic vegetables. So um, spending time doing like batch cooking and um, meal prepping, there's no excuse. You're at home. There's, you can do it now. Um, to me right now, you and your partner starting the elimination diet, like there's never been a better time. You don't need to, because during the elimination diet, the first week, you may not feel that great. Well, you'll be at home. So change your diet. This, you know, a food sensitivity is a major stressor on your diet. Dig into that piece. Um, extra hour, like meditating, fertility yoga, visualization, that sort of stuff. If you're like, I don't have time for that. That is like the resistance, like really dig in to stay away if I don't have time for it. Actually, you probably need it more than anyone. <laughs> um, and then also like if you are like a list someone who's always making lists and overdoing and um, trying to, especially right now, you may be feeling this pressure to help everyone else, your community, your, your, your friends, your family, you know, you know, how do I donate my time? But really right now, the thing that you want most is to, is to have your baby. So you can do those things, but just make sure it's not at the expense of you and put yourself first because having a baby is wanting to have a baby during this time is not selfish. This is what you want. And so that extra hour to me, you can take it back and really there's, you know, specific steps you can take right there to figure out well, why it's not working in the first place and work and work on self-care. Yeah. hundred percent. It's um, once again, comes back to mindset, right? Like what are you going to do with your time? I mean, I like what I've been at this for over five years now. And there are days when I'm like, like, especially quarantine, I'm like, where's the snacks? I'm bored. You know, <laughs> like that's just like human nature. Right. And I, I saw this really funny clip about this guy who had like is doing a PhD in nutrition. And he's like, yeah, being on lockdown, clean eating sucks. Like <laughs> just all these, like, like just snacks that you, you wouldn't sit there and consume over and over again because they're not hyper palatable. You know, they're not addictive. So you don't have those tendencies where you have Doritos, you know, cookies, Coke, all those things in your house. It, you're just going to eat them again and again and again. So this is the time clear out your cupboards. It might be hard. It might, it, it's going to suck no matter when you do it. Right. And like you say, detox, when you stop eating that crap is real. It is a real thing. And that's why some people give up is because like day three, day four, they're like, I feel like shit. I've been eating really healthy. This doesn't work. And what your body's saying is like, no, dude, you've just had a, like a lot of stored up crap in your system and you don't realize it yet. Emma. It's interesting. When I, oh, go one, ahead. One, one comment on that. It's interesting when we were, everyone was doing that panic shopping and I looked at people's <laughs> carts and I'm like, Oh, what the F are you putting in there? Like the, 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 the biggest line of junk, like all the stuff that I was shopping was still there. People yeah. weren't like, you know, although, you know, it's not a perfect thing over here. I have been eating bags of chips in bed and binge watching, <laughs> um, uh, Tiger King. So like there, there has been some, yeah, that is so good. There has been like, it's not perfection, but they were organic and gluten-free chips. But anyways, um, yeah, there's, there's lots of things you can do. Yeah, exactly. And we're in you know, even though we are in this like crazy time, we can still go to the supermarket and buy fresh food. 
This is not a time where you're not allowed out of your house for two weeks, so therefore stock up. I get it. If that was a time, then if that was like what was going on right now, then I would get the unhealthy eating and you just have to do the best that you can do. But um, right now you can still, you know, every three or four days go and get your lettuce, you know, all your produce that will go off and a few cheats, right? We're like, we're macking the pork scratchings right now. <laughs> Emma, what would you do during this time? Okay, so I hope people aren't going to want to punch us in the face, but I, I am going to also talk about what might be the gift of this. What might be the gift? Because because there is always a gift in something, isn't there? Um, and I think that this, this time is asking you is that is that kind of it's, a, it's an emotional boot camp too isn't it is that sense of to practice letting go to practice letting go which is proper hard because you know i am as control freaky as the next person and at this point we are we we are we are not in control and we we do have to slow down and and see what comes next which actually is brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant training for the fertility journey. It, I mean, it's going to, it's, it's awful. It's, it's awful. But if you can get with that, you will have nailed it. If you, you can get with, okay, all, all I can do now is focus right now in this moment. And if you can get truly Zen with that, which I never have. So if you can, then let me know how you do that. But then you will have really cracked something so important and, and will have, have that to take with you. If you can't get truly zen, I think that at least to slow down, at least to slow down, that truly is a gift. As we know, there's been a lot of research about cortisol and fertility problems and how stress can really affect your fertility. Of course, this is a stressful situation in the, in the, wider, in the wider sense that people, you know, Sarah's mentioned, people kind of overworking and being stressed out from the, from the general lifestyle, this is an opportunity to kind of get on top of that, to say, actually, I'm going to give myself space and time to, to breathe and time to, to be with, with what I want to do and to kind of have a sense of, of priorities that put, put the fertility journey first, if that is possible. Of course, this is the ideal scenario, and I know that people are going to be juggling all sorts of stuff and all sorts of worries. Um, so going to the worries bit, something I would really advise people to do is to try and stay in their bodies. When we get into stress and anxiety, the tendency is to go up into our minds and, and the mind is not your friend at this moment. Your mind will be thinking out all the different scenarios, will be trying to make sense of this. There is no sense in this situation. There is no thinking out of it. The best thing you can do is to come try and come down into your heart into your gut to breathe and to take some time. Now, exercises like, there's that gorgeous one, isn't it? Five, four, three, two, one, in terms of five things you can, well, I'm not gonna say it properly now, I think it's five things you can see, four things you can hear, three things you can smell. No, that sounds too many to smell. Three, um, one thing you can, oh, three things you can touch, two things you can smell, one thing you can taste. And you just take yourself through that and that brings you back into a real sense of an awareness of your body, slows you down, calms you down, brings you into your body. Tune into what your gut and your heart are telling you should be important at this time. Try and stay out of your mind as much as possible. Um, 
that would be that's my top tip that was a ramble is that all right does that make sense no it's a good <laughs> ramble it is because once again coming back to your mindset like your mind can fuck you up right like it can yeah, like how yeah, many times really have can. you been sat in the shower having a conversation and an argument with someone you're never even gonna meet right like it's crazy yeah. what we do yeah. to ourselves and yeah. i think it's like great advice yeah stepping back and when you're in the kitchen thinking about how shitty it is that your clinic closed you were supposed to be pregnant by you know like next month and just to, like you say take a step back and go okay that is that's not my fate anymore. That's not my journey. That's not where I'm supposed to be. I think saying those words of like, I'm supposed to, like can really just mess you up, right? Like, yeah. ha like the first few years of my journey, I was like, I was supposed to have two kids by now. I was supposed to have two kids by now. And I wasn't, I wasn't supposed to have two kids by now, you know? Um, so it's, yeah, reframing your situation you know, we, like you all have just said, we, I, the universe has put us all on a massive timeout, like, and unfortunately, most of the time you have to have this huge disaster, like a shit storm, right? For real growth and, you know, real beauty to come out of it. Um, I know for most of us sitting here, like infertility, well, for all of us sitting here, infertility was our shit storm. We were not the same people that we are talking to you today. We were those people who, you know, really struggled emotionally, physically with our health, with our mental health. And, you know, what I don't, I don't does anyone feel like they had one like defining moment that clicked in and like propelled them to do what you're doing now, you know, changed your life or, you know, your lifestyle, your diet. Does anyone like have a, like a one, like that was the moment or was it like a slow journey? Mine, mine was slow, but it was not until I discovered food sensitivities. And I'm like, why do people not know this? What the, and I went down the rabbit hole and then the functional approach and never looked back. And for me, it was, it was that control thing. In terms of in terms of going, I have to let go with this. I have to let go because the tighter I hold on, the more painful this journey is going to be. So I think that that was my big learning. My big learning. Yeah, Devin, you got one. Oh gosh, I I got a I got a few. There's definitely moments that stand out over the years that um, were the you have these moments where it was everything before that. And then everything after that, these defining moments and letting go. I do have. I remember the day that I let go, like sobbing uncontrollably i remember the angle of the sun coming in through the window and it felt like a physical fight i could feel it in my throat and i was just fight i was fighting but i don't know who i was fighting you know i don't know what i was fighting and i the letting go and the choice to do that was a very powerful moment for us it was also being faced with um ivf being the option the last option and were we going to make it happen or not you know we felt like we had to win the lottery for that to be even a possibility. And so the, it always comes down to a defining moment of giving up what you thought the plans were or pushing forward and finding a way. And it's not that there is a right or a wrong answer. It's just what is right for you. And the way that people can decide that for themselves is what's harder 
giving, you know, giving up that expectation or is the only, you know, is the only thing harder than doing it, giving up that expectation. That's what I mean to say. So like that, it was so hard to go through those years of infertility. It was so hard to go through the shots, the doctor's appointments and the pain and the struggle and the tears. The only thing harder than that was the thought of not pursuing it. And so that's what made the decision for us. Um, so I just want to encourage you, like you're saying, Monica, sometimes you go through your own dark night of the soul. Sometimes you hit your own rock bottom to change. And sometimes it is thrust upon you. And so if this shit show is being thrust upon you, uh, it will be your choice to make something out of it or not. And there's no right or wrong choice, but be, be aware that it is a choice. Yeah, 100%. Um, I know for me, um, the kind of light at the end of the tunnel was, I didn't want to look back and wonder what if, what if I just did this? What if I just did that? So I went to some extremes that actually were what I needed to do, you know? So if you think it's extreme to look at yourself in the mirror and go, I am a beautiful mother. I am a healthy, beautiful woman. I can get pregnant then that's the extreme you need to go to. You know, you need to push yourself to that. You know, for me, it was going on an autoimmune paleo diet. At the time, no one was talking about this. And people thought I went fucking mad, like really like insane. Even my mom was like, whoa, like, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't want to look back. I don't want to look back and wonder if that was what I needed to do. And um, just getting over the fear of the judgment from everyone else. I think that sometimes holds us back from doing what we truly know we need to do because the people around us will judge us. And, you know, if they know your story, that doesn't even guarantee that they'll understand a little bit more, right? Well, now you don't have to see them anyways. <laughs> so, amazing. Who cares about Karen at the office? Karen judging your, you know, paleo lunch that you brought yourself. Ew, what's that? That smells weird. Like, screw you, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call this episode, Screw You, Karen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I hope that kind of gives you all a little bit of um, well-needed encouragement to take this time and make it your own um, and really embrace, you know, the big changes ahead that you know you want to make. Because if you're sat here listening to this podcast, um, and if you are making those changes and you're not seeing necessarily the results you want right away, just know, just to keep keep going, you know, uh, celebrate your small wins, right? There's small wins all the way. And then all of a sudden, you're going to achieve your ultimate goal and be blown away of, of the new person you've become. So thank you very much, ladies, for joining us again. And we will see you next Tuesday for another Closer Today clip. Bye. Bye. A few more things before you go. I'm actually running a little mini competition just here specifically on the podcast. All you need to do to win a free one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me, that includes filling in the forms, me having a review, us having a chat, and me devising a four-week action plan for you. All you have to do is leave a rating and review down in the show notes on iTunes if that's where you listen to the podcast. 
I bang on it every single week. This is how the podcast grows and is able to reach other women who are on the same lines of thinking just as you are, ready to take a different approach to getting pregnant. So leave as many as you want and they will be all entered in the draw to win at the end of the month. It is just for the month of April right now. So if you're listening to this in May, the contest is over and I will randomly draw one rating and review out of a hat and that beautiful woman will get a free one-to-one coaching session with me, Monica Gox. Down in the show notes is where you can connect with any of our beautiful talk show ladies and we will see you next week.